Chapter Two of Narda the Lily by H. Ryder Haggard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mopo is in trouble. Now I must tell how my mother did what the boy Shaka had told her and died quickly, for where his stick had struck her on the forehead, there came a sore that would not be healed, and in the sore grew an abscess, and the abscess ate inwards till it came to the brain. Then my mother fell down and died, and I cried very much, for I loved her, and it was dreadful to see her cold and stiff, with not a word to say, however loudly I called to her. Well, they buried my mother, and she was soon forgotten. I only remembered her. Nobody else did, not even Baleka, for she was too little. And as for my father, he took another young wife, and was content. After that I was unhappy, for my brothers did not love me, because I was much cleverer than they, and had greater skill with the assegai, and was swifter in running. So they poisoned the mind of my father against me, and he treated me badly. But Baleka and I loved each other, for we were both lonely, and she clung to me like a creeper to the only tree in a plain. And though I was young, I learned this, that to be wise is to be strong, for though he who holds the assegai kills, yet he whose mind directs the battle is greater than he who kills. Now I saw that the witch-finders and the medicine-men were feared in the land, and that everybody looked up to them, so that, even when they had only a stick in their hands, ten men armed with spears would fly before them. Therefore I determined that I would be a witch-doctor, for they alone can kill those who they hate with a word. So I learned the arts of the medicine-men. I made sacrifices. I fasted in the felts alone. I did all those things of which you have heard, and I learned much, for there is wisdom in our magic as well as lies. And you know it, my father, else you had not come here to ask me about your lost oxen. So things went on till I was twenty years of age, a man full-grown. By now I had mastered all I could learn by myself, so I joined myself on to the chief medicine-man of our tribe, who was named Numa. He was old, had one eye only, and was very clever. Of him I learned some tricks, and more wisdom, but at last he grew jealous of me, and set a trap to catch me. As it chanced, a rich man of a neighbouring tribe had lost some cattle, and came with gifts to Numa, praying him to smell them out. Numa tried and could not find them. His vision failed him. Then the headman grew angry and demanded back his gifts. But Numa would not give up that which he once had held, and hot words passed. The headman said that he would kill Numa. Numa said that he would bewitch the headman. Peace, I said, for I feared that blood would be shed. Peace, and let me see if my snake will tell me where the cattle are. You are nothing but a boy, answered the headman. Can a boy have wisdom? That shall soon be known, I said, taking the bones in my hand. Footnote. The Kaffir witch-doctors use the knuckle-bones of animals in their magic rites, throwing them something as we throw dice. End of footnote. Leave the bones alone, screamed Noma. We will ask nothing more of our snakes for the good of this son of a dog. 
he shall throw the bones answered the headman if you try to stop him i will let sunshine through you with my assegai and he lifted his spear then i made haste to begin i threw the bones the headman sat on the ground before me and answered my questions you know of these matters my father how sometimes the witch-doctor has knowledge of where the lost things are for our ears are long and sometimes his echlose tells him as but the other day it told me of your oxen well in this case my snake stood up i knew nothing of the man's cattle but my spirit was with me and soon i saw them all and told them to him one by one their colour their age everything i told him too where they were and how one of them had fallen into a stream and lay there on its back drowned with its forefoot caught in a forked root as my echlose told me so i told the headman now the man was pleased and said that if my sight was good and he found the cattle the gifts should be taken from numa and given to me and he asked the people who were sitting round and there were many if this was not just yes yes they said it was just and they would see that it was done but numa sat still and looked at me evilly he knew that i had made a true divination and he was very angry it was a big matter the herd of cattle were many and if they were found where i had said then all men would think me the greater wizard now it was late and the moon had not yet risen therefore the headman said that he would sleep that night in our kraal and at first light would go with me to the spot where i said the cattle were after that he went away i too went into my hut and lay down to sleep suddenly i awoke feeling a weight upon my breast i tried to start up but something cold pricked my throat i fell back again and looked the door of the hut was open the moon lay low on the sky like a ball of fire far away i could see it through the door and its light crept into the hut it fell upon the face of noma the witch-doctor he was seated across me glaring at me with his one eye and in his hand was a knife it was that which i had felt prick my throat you whelp whom i have bred up to tear me he hissed into my ear you dared to define where i failed did you very well now i will show you how i serve such puppies first i will pierce through the roots of your tongue so that you cannot squeal then i will cut you to pieces slowly bit by bit and in the morning i will tell the people that the spirits did it because you lied next i will take off your arms and legs yes yes i will make you like a stick then i will and he began driving in the knife under my chin mercy my uncle i said for i was frightened and the knife hurt have mercy and i will do whatever you wish will you do this he asked still pricking me with the knife will you get up go to find the dog's cattle and drive them to a certain place and hide them there and he named a secret valley that was known to very few if you do that i will spare you and give you three of the cows if you refuse or play me false then by my father's spirit i will find a way to kill you certainly i will do it my uncle i answered why did you not trust me before had i known that you wanted to keep the cattle 
i would never have smelt them out i only did so fearing lest you should lose the presents you are not so wicked as i thought he growled get up then and do my bidding you can be back here two hours after dawn so i got up thinking all the while whether i should try to spring on him but i was without arms and he had the knife also if by chance i prevailed and killed him it would have been thought that i had murdered him and i should have tasted the assegai so i made another plan i would go and find the cattle in the valley where i had smelt them out but i would not bring them to the secret hiding-place no i would drive them straight to the kraal and denounce noma before the chief my father and all the people but i was young in those days and did not know the heart of noma he had not been a witch-doctor till he grew old for nothing oh he was evil he who was cunning as a jackal and fierce like a lion he had planted me by him like a tree but he meant to keep me clipped like a bush now i had grown tall and overshadowed him therefore he would root me up i went to the corner of my hut noma watching me all the while and took a kerry and my small shield then i started through the moonlight till i was past the kraal i glided along quietly as a shadow after that i began to run singing to myself as i went to frighten away the ghosts my father for an hour i travelled swiftly over the plain till i came to the hillside where the bush began here it was very dark under the shade of the trees and i sang louder than ever at last i found the little buffalo path i sought and turned along it presently i came to an open place where the moonlight crept in between the trees i knelt down and looked yes my snake had not lied to me there was the spore of the cattle then i went on gladly till i reached a dell through which the water ran softly sometimes whispering and sometimes talking out loud here the trail of the cattle was broad they had broken down the ferns with their feet and trampled the grass presently i came to a pool i knew it it was the pool my snake had shown to me and there at the edge of the pool floated the drowned ox its foot caught in a forked root all was just as i had seen it in my heart i stepped forward and looked round my eye caught something it was a faint grey light of the dawn glinting on the cattle's horns as i looked one of them snorted rose and shook the dew from his hide he seemed big as an elephant in the mist and twilight then i collected them all there were seventeen and drove them before me down the narrow path back towards the kraal now the daylight came quickly and the sun had been up an hour when i reached the spot where i must turn if i wished to hide the cattle in this secret place as noma had bid me but i would not do this no i would go on to the kraal with them and tell all men that noma was a thief still i sat down and rested a while for i was tired as i sat i heard a noise and looked up there over the slope of the rise came a crowd of men and leading them was noma and by his side the headman who owned the cattle 
i rose and stood still wondering but as i stood they ran towards me shouting and waving sticks and spears there he is screamed noma there he is the clever boy whom i have brought up to bring shame on me what did i tell you did i not tell you that he was a thief yes yes i know your tricks mopo my child see he is stealing the cattle he knew where they were all the time and now he is taking them away to hide them they would be useful to buy a wife with would they not my clever boy and he made a rush at me with his stick lifted and after him came the headman grunting with rage i understood now my father my heart went mad in me everything began to swim round a red cloth seemed to lift itself up and down before my eyes i have always seen it thus when i was forced to fight i screamed out one word only liar and ran to meet him on came noma he struck at me with his stick but i caught the blow upon my little shield and hit back wow i did hit the skull of noma met my kerry and down he fell dead at my feet i yelled again and rushed on at the headman he threw an assegai but it missed me and next second i hit him too he got up his shield but i knocked it down upon his head and over he rolled senseless whether he lived or died i do not know my father but his head being of the thickest i think it likely that he lived then while the people stood astonished i turned and fled like the wind they turned too and ran after me throwing spears at me and trying to cut me off but none of them could catch me no not one i went like the wind i went like a buck when the dogs wake it from sleep and presently the sound of their chase grew fainter and fainter till at last i was out of sight and alone End of chapter 2